Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Politically Incorrect News. So I want to talk about something. I've had my chance to vent about my personal life. Now it's time to get back on the ball. I've been out of this for too long. A lot of things have happened. Let's go ahead and dive into it. First of all, first and foremost, I want to talk about the so-called assault weapons ban that was passed in the House just recently. I know I'm kind of late to the party on this one, but I want to talk about it anyway. So this assault weapons ban that they pushed through in the House is a ban not on assault weapons per se. It's actually a ban against almost all weapons. You see a lot of people haven't even read what's inside the bill. They just see assault weapons ban and they're like, yes, we need to ban assault weapons. Well, first of all, Assault weapon is a made-up term. It's not even a real thing. Because assault is an action. Weapon is a object. An object cannot assault someone. Because if that was the case, every time you assaulted someone with anything, it would make it an assault weapon. So that's first off. Secondly, and here's the big one. This doesn't just ban AR-15s and AK-47s, you know, the scary guns. These laws that they're trying to pass tramples on the Second Amendment. Because it's any weapon that is semi-automatic and has a detachable magazine. If you read, and I mean if you read, the wording of this bill, it is all weapons with detachable magazines that are semi-automatic. Which means no handguns, no quote-unquote assault rifles. Shotguns. Some shotguns will be in that category. A lot of other non-assault weapon rifles are on that category. Basically, they will be keeping you down to where you can only use a one-shot bolt-action rifle or a six-shooter, which is a revolver that is not double-action, single-action only. That's what they're trying to limit you to. Oh, and things like muskets. 
Because, of course, we can't ban muskets because muskets were there when the Second Amendment was written. Anyway, phone call came through. Had to take that. Um, and it's a little warm in the house, so if you hear a fan in the background, you're just going to have to deal with it. I'm going to turn off my ringtone now. So that way I don't get disturbed by anyone else. But anyhow, if you're one of those hearing this news about this assault weapons ban, even after hearing what I had to say, you're going, that's good, we need to get rid of all those guns. Let me just throw this at you and see if you still feel the same. The IRS. You know, the whole legalized theft ring, organized crime thing that the government has. Yeah, that. So, they just hired on, or are hiring currently, 80,000 new employees. 80,000. Which is more than doubling the amount of IRS agents they had to begin with. More than doubling. On the application, online, when you're applying for it, the application says must be willing to carry a firearm and use deadly force if necessary. Now I have a question. Why in the hell does something that's supposed to just collect taxes need to carry a firearm and use deadly force? Why would that be a necessity? That makes no sense to me. But then again, neither does banning weapons. Because, to be quite frank with you, if you ban weapons, whatever weapons you ban, the people that are intending to do harm to anyone are still going to do harm to people. Even if, by some miracle, you were, to, you were able to collect all firearms. All of them. Every single one of them. And I mean every single one of them. Pistols, revolvers, shotguns, automatic, semi-automatic, bolt action, black powder, muskets, everything. If you were to get rid of all of them, somehow, get a hold of them and get rid of them all. Killings would still happen. Even if the police had no weapons, no firearms, there'd still be killings. If the military were to get rid of their weapons, they had no firearms anymore, ever. 
there'd still be killings. If you were to go across the entire globe, the entire world, and collect and destroy every single firearm in existence, you would still have killings. Why? Because people that intend to do harm to others are still going to do it. It just happens to be a firearm is the quickest way. It's not the easiest to get a hold of, regardless of what any leftist propaganda tells you. It is not easy to purchase a firearm. Go to any gun store. Go to any gun store and tell them that you want to buy a firearm and you want to take it home that day but you're not going to give them the right to do a background check. I want you to do that. If you believe it's easy to get a hold of a firearm, I want you to go to a gun store and do that. One of, one of two things is going to happen. Either they're going to laugh at you and point you to the door and tell you to get out. Or, you're going to, by happenstance, stumble across that loophole that they claim that there is and find a place that's breaking the law. And if you find one of those places, please make a phone call to the local authorities after purchasing the weapon and notifying them that you just purchased a weapon without having to do a background check at X location at Y store. Law enforcement's going to come in there and they're going to shut the place down. Because if you do stumble across those, those are where people are getting their guns. Now, on the other hand, these other things, like the school shootings, so to speak, where are they getting their guns? Where are they getting their equipment? Where are they getting all the extra magazines, all the extra ammunition? You can't just walk into a store and buy all that with a dollar bill and a few pennies. Accessories for firearms are expensive. They're not cheap. Hell, the cheapest thing that I bought for my gun was $267 after taxes. And that's because of a tax hike on it. Because it was something for a firearm. Now, referring back to what I was originally going after, 
You get rid of all the guns. Every one of them. All of them. Destroyed, melted down, completely obliterated. No guns whatsoever. No firearms in existence. The people intending to do harm are just going to change to something else. Look at London. They banned firearms over there, and what happened? Stabbing murders started happening. A lot of them. Because they had knives. Knives, in my opinion, are the easiest thing to get a hold of. Because all you have to do is have a license to prove that you're old enough to buy one. And you could have a fake license. There's some pretty convincing fake licenses out there. Fake ID cards. Very convincing. So much so that most people wouldn't be able to tell you the difference. Unless they seen them side by side. And they could spot the difference. So what happened with the stabbings? Well, London decided that since the stabbing was starting to happen, that they're considering, or they were considering, I don't even know if it happened, they were considering banning knives. Well, how are you going to cut your meat now? Hmm? How are you going to make your dinner? Huh? If they ban the knives, you can't have a knife to cut your, uh, cut your dinner with. And I know there's some people that are going to be like, well, that's different because that's not a firearm. Okay. So people don't hunt with firearms? Well, people don't hunt with high-capacity magazines. No, you're right. We don't hunt with high-capacity magazines. But let me ask you something. You have a family, right? Whether you're married with kids or you're a kid yourself living with your parents or you're an adult that isn't married but you still have family. You love your family, don't you? I mean, granted, some of them you wouldn't want to spend more than two days with, but you still have a family that you love, correct? Do you want your family to be protected? You do, right? Okay, now let me ask this question. Are you willing to put your family's life at risk waiting for the police to arrive to your home or their home to save them from an, uh, from an armed assailant that is coming in not to steal, but to murder? They're coming in not to steal the uh, steal you blind 
They're coming in to kill your uh, your family. And I, I know a lot of people are going to say, I would trust my family to the, uh, to the protection of law enforcement. Okay, so you would trust your family to law enforcement. Okay, that's cool. Do you know what the average response time in the United States is for a first responder? Whether it be a police officer or a firefighter or an EMT? You know what the average response time is across the United States? It's approximately 45 minutes. Can your family survive for 45 minutes while they wait for law enforcement and first responders to arrive? Now, if you still, still, after hearing me say that, say, yes, I do trust, you're full of shit. You're absolutely full of shit. You have bought into the leftist propaganda so hard that you're willing to risk your family's life just to get rid of some firearms that they say are bad. Ladies and gentlemen, these are dark times we're living in. Very dark times. And from the beginning, I said from the beginning of this podcast, very beginning, these leftist Democrats, they're not after just control. They want absolute control. How do you get absolute control? The same way that Stalin, Castro, and countless others have done it. They take away your rights as a human being one by one. And one of the first ones to go is your right to defend yourself. All, always, 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 always has been the same way every single time. For your own protection, we're taking the guns. For your own protection, we're taking the weapons away. Now, I'm not just going to say the communists were the only ones that did this. No, no, no. Let's go back into our own history as the United States. And let's look at some time other that that same excuse was used. Let's think about this for a moment. Let's go back. I seem to recall the United States did something similar. Taking firearms and weapons away for the protection of Native American people. Did that happen? Yes, it did. Because I learned about it. It's still 
as far as I know, still taught today. Probably not so, because it proves that the government isn't actually out for your interests. They're not out for your protection. They are out for themselves. But, as I recall, there was a thing that happened to Native American people where they took all the weapons away, took all the guns, for their own protection. And while the warriors were out, away from camp, soldiers came into camp and murdered everyone in the camp. Men, women, and children. This particular incident was known as the Trail of Tears. And in case you need a history lesson, I suggest you look it up. And I wouldn't suggest going to the internet for this, because like I always suggest, I don't use the internet, because the internet is full of nothing but lie. Whatever big tech and the left wants you to see is all you're going to see. My suggestion would be to go to a local library and look for a book about the Trail of Tears and read this book. Read what really happened. See, if your own government is willing to take the weapons away from a tribe and then go in while the hunters are gone and the warriors are gone and murder men, women, and children children, women and children. I cannot specify and emphasize that enough. Women and children. What makes you think they're not going to do the same to you? Ladies and gentlemen, it's been said once, it's been said a thousand times. Anytime the government ever says that they need to take away your weapons for your protection, that's the time that you need to hold on to them the tightest. Because they're not coming to take your guns for your own protection. They're coming to take your guns because they're up to something that is going to make you want to take up arms against them. And I know, I know, I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times. Well, what is your AR-15 or your AK-47 going to do when they start rolling tanks up the road. Well, not much. But then again, guerrilla warfare is something that the American people were, are really, really good at. We're really good at it. Not the military. The American people. See, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter if they roll tanks up your road. It doesn't matter one way or another what happens. Because the fact of the matter is, you've got to be willing to stand and fight 
for your freedoms and fight for your rights the way that our ancestors did when they founded this country back in 1776. Ladies and gentlemen, there has been so much bloodshed for this land. So much. And yet, some of you were just willing to give it all away in the name of safety. There's a TikTok video I've seen recently. This is my last thing and I'm going to go. There's a TikTok video I've seen recently of a man that was talking to his son. His son came back from school and said that the adults at the school were talking about gun control. And he didn't understand what it was talking about. And he says, Alright, son. His son was a big Star Wars fan. He said, let me explain it to you in a way that you'll understand. Let's go look at Star Wars. In Star Wars, Jedis have weapons called lightsabers. You know them very well. He says, and one day, some really bad people start using their lightsabers to do very bad things. And the galaxy comes together and decides that they want to ban lightsabers. And the son looks at his dad and says, but dad, not everyone uses their lightsabers for evil. The Jedi are good and they use their their lightsabers for good. The dad looks at his son and says, and that's what they're arguing about. Ladies and gentlemen, we can't let fear take away what keeps us from a tyrannical government. We can't let fear take away from us something that helps us protect, uh, helps us protect our land from foreign invaders. We can't let fear take something away from us that keeps us protected just for safety. When there's so many instances of guns being used to save lives. Here's a big for instance, and this one was just recently. Greenwood, Indiana. I have a friend that lives in Greenwood, Indiana and goes to that mall and was actually going to go to that mall that day but for whatever reason decided not to. Man walks into Greenwood Mall. Greenwood Mall is a gun-free zone like a lot of other malls in the United States. Now let's think about this for a second. Where have most all of mass shootings happened? Just about every single one of them have happened in gun-free zones. 
Why is that, perhaps? Maybe because the people that intend to do harm know that if it's a gun-free zone, then law-abiding citizens aren't going to risk taking their weapon in there and losing their right to have a firearm. Well, tough shit for that guy, because 15 seconds after he started opening fire, this motherfucker was dead. Because an armed citizen, armed citizen, took his ass out. From, I think they said it was about 60 or 70 yards away with a handgun. A handgun. The guy that was planning to shoot the place up was using a rifle. This guy had a handgun and put his ass down like a dog. Did he get praise? No. Leftist idiots are out there shaming this guy and saying he should be behind bars because he took a firearm into a gun-free zone. Never mind that because he did that, there's people alive today. Never mind that. No. Punish this guy for having a weapon in a gun-free zone. Even though he saved lives. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a clear indication. This is a clear indication of what the left wants. As if that wasn't enough at the Greenwood Mall, they passed that assault weapons ban, which, by the way, go read it in its entirety. And it bans nearly everything. I have gone extremely over my time here. I usually keep it to about between 15 and 20 minutes. I am on 30 minutes right now. Because gun rights, for me, is a hot button. You want to get me started on a debate fast? Debate me on gun rights. Because I will come out swinging. And here's the funny part. I have shit to back it up. We can't ban weapons and think that's going to solve the problem. We've got to we've got to solve the root cause of the problem. The root cause of the problem is mental health. The root cause of the problem is a lack of respect for life. The root cause of the problem is not bringing up the kids right. The root cause of the problem is no consequences. You see, when you raise your kids with no consequences, that, that's what they grow up to be. They grow up thinking there's not going to be any consequences for anything they do, so they think they can go and kill people and not have any consequences.
Well, that's all the time I got. As always, stay safe, keep your family safe, pray, and God bless America.